Well, we just finished the uh, Tacoma Scale uh, meetup at Genesis. Um, it's, uh, it's an opportunity for us to share with those who couldn't show up what it was about. Before we start, I just want to introduce who's with us. My name is Amar. This is Simon Jones. Nicole Wesson. Uh, I'm Matt George. I'm the tribe lead at Genesis. Perfect. Now, um, Matt, I guess if you can start us off, um, this whole topic, um, for those who couldn't show up, um, if you had to summarize in one minute, mm -hmm. what would you say was the whole hour and a half about? So for us, I think as Genesis, we've just gone through uh, a major shift uh, in the way that we start looking at scaling. Um, I think it's a topic that's pretty key on lots of organizations' uh, roadmap in terms of how we could do that. So for us, it's twofold, I guess, to share what we've learned so far um, and also to engage in discussion to see what other people are looking for, what they're doing, what solutions we can do. Um, and I guess as part of the community, how we can start to look at some other wider solutions uh, together. Nice. And I must admit, I mean, I personally love... Uh, I guess the transparency you guys had, it really felt, I mean, beyond the topic of Scrum at Scale, um, it felt there was a lot of support from your sponsors and from leadership mm -hmm. to actually be an agile company and try their best. Yeah. Is, that a, is that a fair yeah. assumption? Absolutely. So um, my experience of, of organizations, I think we touched on it briefly there, this idea if you don't have the top-down support, mm -hmm. um, you can enact it to start with. Um, so one of my previous roles, we had some amazing uh, squads, we had some amazing ideas, um, and we got to this sort of glass ceiling where the, the kind of the exec were like, yeah, that's lovely, but uh, anyway, just get on with the actual work. Um, so for, for me at Genesis, it's, it's great because it comes from our, our exec down. Um, so Mark, our CEO, um, if you look on, on YouTube, that's a shameless plug. Um, there's, <laughs> like, there's a bunch of videos on there that he's actually talking about why um, Agile is important to him. Now, he may miss some of the finer details on there, but he's genuinely interested as to what this can bring to, to Genesis as a whole. Um, and that means that I don't have to spend my time or Scrum Masters and other tribe leads. don't have to spend our time convincing the exec that it's a good idea. They're already bought into this, so we can actually get on with the real job of, of changing stuff. Nice. I, I loved what came across through all of this was... Um, it's it's not just the scrum scale and how you, you like Genesis have gone on that particular journey. Sorry, is um, the the learnings that you were so open about. Yep. Um, now, with, when you talked about big room planning, and that's one of the sort of the, the, the leftovers from um, Safe. Mm -hmm. What was the what was the reception when you said, okay, look, big room plans just not really working yeah. that well. We're going to start changing into something else, and that's just from leadership. Yeah. Uh, what was the kind of reception that you got from that? So James McGill, who's um, our head of customer tribe retail, whatever we're now called, um, he said, convince me that this is the right thing to do. Um, so we gave him a, a bunch of reasons why we should do it, and he said, okay, we'll we'll try one. Um, and if it works, then great, we'll, we'll look at how we do this, um, which to me is great because it's that iterative stuff. So we're not saying, look, let's just completely change everything. We're saying we'd like to change one small part of the way that we work. Yeah. Uh, and his thing was, show me it works, right? So again, we go back to some of the things there where we talked about metrics um, in a really rough sense. That's essentially what he was saying. He was saying, prove to me that your ideas work uh, and I'll back them. If they don't, we'll, we'll have to look at something else. Mm -hmm. um, so that to me is, is really key. And that's been fundamental to, I think, lots of the changes we've done is that we're not trying to change everything all at once, which doesn't work. Um, um, but when we do, uh, we, we know that if we show the exec and, and the people who are sponsoring us why it works, yeah. um, there's a fairly large chance that they'll actually buy into it. Yeah, yeah. That was one thing that I really liked about it as well, is like just finding the things that are going to work and, and giving those a try. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I'd be lying if I said that everything that we suggested has been a roaring success. Um, we talked a bit about the program sync function there. Yes. That's been nine months in the making. We've had multiple false starts. Um, but again, you kind of you learn through that, and I think part of the thing, one of the reasons that 
I really like doing these events is because you kind of you get nods when you say, "Oh, and we tried this and it was a horrible, horrible failure," <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Totally. So I think to me, it's much more interesting to see how other people are doing things and how they've sort of stumbled along it. Because if anyone tells you uh, that something is going completely 100% rosy, they're probably lying, yeah. especially at this sort of scale, right? Because these are organisational changes. You're not making sort of small changes. You're making fundamental changes to the way the companies work. Um, so yeah, you're going to get lots of that stuff wrong. But it's that ability to get stuff wrong. Mm. Um, and still move on from it without complete failure, then yeah. I think is, 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 is a great thing. Um, I guess um, after uh, Sam shared the, I guess the Scrum and Scaling 10, and the model was great, um, a lot of questions came through, mm. and then you had us go through a, um, a one two four all similar structure to uh, have every group kind of break out and discuss the topics. One of the things that um, um, <coughs> I heard across the, the topics was uh, conversations about... Um, the change management tool or the style. Mm -hmm. So when you go at scale, um, obviously it's going to be people impacted yep. and fear and coming. Did you have to adopt a separate piece of program to support them, or did you rely on Scrum Master and, and your piece of effort to support teams? Yeah, very much so. The, the second bit. I think also when we started doing this, lots of the squads um, that we work with uh, have seen the changes that we're making. So we have a, a, a impediments board at tribe level. Um, which obviously gets fed by the Scrum Masters and the, the squad, uh, and then we take that up to the ridiculously titled Landscape Architects, um, which is that kind of the top-level <laughs> stuff where we're trying to make changes. Um, and those impediments are visible to everybody, so we, we, we feed that back at every single Meta Scrum that we have at tribe level. Um, it's like, here's the impediments, are these still problematic? Have you got anything else to add? Um, and lots of these things come up organically, as people say, you know, this isn't working, the visibility of program sync, we don't know what's coming out of what we give. Um, so I think people are much more receptive to that change. So you don't have to kind of almost have a separate function. People are used to this change. And I think mm. part of the thing we've done is, is hopefully the pace of change isn't too rapid. We've let stuff settle in embed okay. so that then squads are like, well, we know that change is coming because it's what we do, but it's not all happening at once. Okay. And I think that's really key in the way that we've done this is that we haven't gone too fast. Nice. So you don't risk losing people as you go along. Um, you know, some people don't like change. Most people don't like change in a, in a huge thing. But it, I think there's a when you join Genesis, there's an I guess a, an expectation that stuff will change. Yes. So we're very frank when when we interview people is that you know we're in the middle of transitioning mm -hmm. from traditional delivery. We're not quite there yet. We know which way we want to go. Um, are you up for that? Mm -hmm. And I think that that kind of flows all of our culture. So people know what they're getting themselves into. Um, so hopefully, yeah, that, that part of the journey, they're, they're with us, so we don't have to force people to do stuff. They're kind of uh, along for the ride, if you like. Nice. Mm -hmm. So at the end of um, that Scrum 10, which Sam did, it was really good. So um, where you're at now, there was, um, with the, the, the Scrum team, Scrum Tribe, there's, uh, did I get that right? Scrum Tribe? Scrum Chapter? Scrum Master Scrum Chapter, chapter. Um, there was this, um, the, the cultural aspects of the mindset, the, the, the mindset shift. So mm -hmm. you, you've kind of got that wrapped up, that seems quite nice, yeah. and you've got buy-in from leadership. So what also came across was for the product owner side of things, mm -hmm. and then um, there was a business owner, which is essentially a, a senior product owner, yeah. I suppose. And then you get your strategic alignment and that visibility. Um, can, um, so that came across in, um, in that Scrum at 10, which was really good. Mm -hmm. And then there was a little bit about on um, finance, uh, the teams are permanent, yep. permanently funded. So not every organisation has that yep. luxury. Now, yep. what's the journey to get to that point? I think just showing, again, going back to this, this idea of benefits. Mm. So we, we have um, a function within the finance team that we, we have to track CapEx and OpEx. Um, I'm going to watch what I say here because I know absolutely bugger all about finance. So, um, but... 
we had that as a, a continual problem. So it was the squad saying we cross charge for work. So for example, yeah. we have a bunch of developers who are now working for a marketing team and there's cross charging between us, which seems ludicrous, right? Because mm. you're all one team working yeah, towards one thing. Anyway. Exactly right. So I think where we are now, it's it's the organic answer to that problem is that we said, how might we solve this? And we sat down with our finance partners and said, look, how about we just try funding the squads because that makes mm. sense um, and seeing what that does. To me, I'd still like to see this even abstracted even further where we just fund the customer tribe, right? So it's a bucket of money which is yeah. already funded. So mm. why do we need to split it down? As long as we're hitting what we said we'd hit, mm. what does it yeah. matter where we mm. spend that money? Fine, if, we, if we're not hitting it, then obviously there needs to be some financial control. And I, I realised that if I said this to any of the finance people here, they'd probably just escort me from the building straight away. <laughs> but I think there is that healthy tension between we want to go fast and we want to have stuff removed. Um, and obviously the tension between a business that has to make money and needs to know where, that, where yeah. their money is being spent. And I think where we are now, it kind of caters to both worlds. So finance, will see what we do. Again, with the visibility, we've opened up our boards and we track what we're doing to a financial system. Yeah. So we use Plan V to track that. So the, the two are linked, which they never were before. So you had all of this kind of, I guess, non-expedient work happening to line up one to the other. Uh, and now because we've got finance on board and brought them in, we said, right, here you go, here's what we're doing, it's all open, you can kind of help us with this. Uh, and I think, again, that goes to all of the other partners that we work with. Yeah. It's, we want to be open with this and see if the ways that we work, we can help you work a bit better as well. That's Perfect. really good. That's right. Um, really cool. Uh, final 30 seconds. Uh, I guess, uh, thanks so much for hosting us and, and sharing the thing. Mm. Um, if, you to, if you had to look back, um, how did you feel it went? Did you get what you wanted out of it as well? I think so, yeah. I mean, my only real, I guess, thing that I wanted to do was to have conversations with like-minded people, which is kind of the reasons that we, we do these sort of things. Um, I think there were so many questions we could have gone on for probably at least another hour. Um, I think having to tell people to hurry up, it's never never a fun thing. And I think it's that thing of you want conversations to be organic. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think if, if anything, we'd have probably just got to the point of, of having that session a bit faster. Mm. But then there's that trade-off between if you don't set a scene, then you kind of let people just float along by themselves. Yeah. So yeah, not quite sure. More time, I guess, would be the thing. Another hour. So. Yeah. I know about you guys. I mean, I personally enjoyed that, that time because the conversations steered us into exactly what everybody's thinking about, which made me think about different things. Mm. So that was great. Listen, um, we promised to keep this a 10-minute uh, um, recording. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Simon. Thank, Thank you, Nicole. And uh, for all those listening, um, if you missed out, I hope this helped you get an idea of what the day was about. And uh, on the Meetup channel, we'll continue the conversation if anybody has any questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.